Welcome to Hindsight Hacking. I'm Corey Carter. And I'm Ron Cool, and you are listening to Hindsight Hacking, where we have talked to hundreds of entrepreneurs hacking their hindsight to give you clearer foresight. And now, as we still bring you the same great, amazing interviews each and every week, we are adding bits and pieces to serve you in such a great way. These bits and pieces are some mindset hacks, visibility hacks, traffic hacks, and more on the daily hacks. So we want to make sure that you have all the tools and all the resources that you need to gain more visibility and gain more traffic. And obviously, to get more sales. So head over to gethhhm.com forward slash toolbox to grab your free resources to get the help you need to get more. And if you're interested, after you collect all those freebies, because they're amazing, hit the link in the show notes and jump on our calendar because we definitely want to help you. Guys, we absolutely love the community that we've created with your guys' help, and we love all the hindsight hackers. So jump on in and get on our calendar. So without further ado, what do you say? Let's get to it. Oh, hey. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Hindsight Hacking. And I'm going to ask a question to all you out there. Would you like to collapse time? Would you like to be in control of your time management and help increase the amount of time that you can actually spend with the people you love, your family, your friends? Well, today's guest, the one, the only, Mr. Paul Van Bloom is going to teach us a little bit on how to do just that. Paul is a coach for high, high achieving business owners. And we met because he's been working with Catherine Jones for the last few years and making a name for her, let alone himself over there doing so many amazing, wonderful things. But today, the coach, the time master himself joining Hindsight Hacking. Paul, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you for having me. Paul, we are super stoked. I actually, uh, I was excited to figure out this was the first time on our show. I know you've been on another show with us, mm -hmm. but it's the first time on our show with you. So we're excited to have you. But for the listeners that may have been living under a rock for the last year or so, tell them a little bit about you and kind of your backstory. Yeah, yeah. So um, um, like you'd mentioned, Corey, I'm a, I'm a, a business coach. I help business owners get in control of their their decision making and therefore their results. Um, a lot of people, they think that they need to be managing their time um, when in fact uh, you can't do that. <laughs> it's an impossibility. And um, so what I help them do is I actually help them get control of who they are and the way that they approach things and the way that they decide to do things. And therefore, actually like they get in control of their results. Um, and the way that I actually came across this, like I, early on, like, I, I think I've had a pretty cliche story when it comes to entrepreneurship. Um, as some, I, I almost feel embarrassed saying some of these things, but I, like I was in college, I was working a nine to five job and I was like, I can't do this. Like it, it doesn't resonate with me. Um, and so I dropped out of college. I quit my job and I was like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to be a freelancer. And, um, had a, a flood of freedom and therefore overwhelm because I never learned how to actually manage freedom. And um, like most entrepreneurs do, <laughs> I've come to understand that the vast majority of entrepreneurs, um, it's freedom is the freedom of time is the biggest blessing and biggest curse. 
because it means that you have to be responsible for what you do and how you spend your time. And, um, and uh, so I, through much, much trial and error and much, much study, I, I finally came across um, a way to actually produce the results I want to be producing, a way to actually be in control of my life and my business. And, um, and I didn't really realize how uh, special what I came across was. Um, and so I was just like, I'm just a marketer and I'm doing great stuff in marketing. And I, and I was, it was super fun. And I was, I was helping so many people and I actually brought on some, some clients, um, some like one-on-one clients. I was coaching them through scaling their business. Um, like I had done before. And, uh, I recognized something really interesting. I recognized that most of them actually knew what to do. They actually had the answers already. Um, cause they'd been to enough events and enough webinars and enough, uh, books. They'd read, they'd read enough of those. They'd, they'd listened to enough podcasts that the answers were there, but they just actually weren't doing it. And, and I found that the vast majority of what I was doing with these clients to help them actually scale their business was unlock their actions, like actually do it, actually tap into their potential. And, um, and it was super fun. Um, and so I, I, I realized like, Hey, Paul, the way that you can actually help these people best is to actually help them unlock their actions and their decision-making. And, um, and it was, it was like game over. It was super, super fun to watch these people just kill it when they actually were doing what they knew how to do. Yeah. So there's so many of us and uh, guilty. Yes. Right here. There's so many of us that have learned and learned and learned and then <laughs> no action. We watched the webinars and the pod, listened to the podcast and, yeah. and didn't take the action. And, uh, and, and Ron and I, I think we're both guilty of, of that. We take action when there's a deadline and yeah. we never, <laughs> yep. never miss that deadline. But then other times we're like, ah, it, that decision, that, that thing can wait. There's not a deadline. It's not important, right? Right. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, so guilty uh, that we, uh, that I know Ron and I have been in, but how did you, how do you, how do you really get that accountability piece to get people moving? Because uh, you know, I know Ron and I are big believers in always having a coach uh, and and always having somebody around to give us a little bit of that direction. And yeah, you're right. Some of the answers are the exact answers we would do anyway. But it's nice to have that accountability aspect of it. So how, how do you get how do you get guys like Ron and I to actually move forward? Take action. <laughs> you know, I I don't I don't like account. It, accountability is not like necessarily the wrong word, but. I don't, I don't hold my clients accountable. Like actually one of the rules that I have when I'm working with somebody is I, I won't reach out to you. You reach out to me because like, it, it doesn't matter. Like, like you, you can't the fully ascended, like most divine version of you is not somebody that has a babysitter making sure that you do stuff. Right. So what we actually are searching for and what we're actually trying to build is your capacity to decide, therefore take action, right? So like when your alarm goes off in the morning, are you gonna make that decision in that moment to actually get out of bed or not, right? And um, and there is something to be said for like in moments, like having somebody to reach out to, like that's great. Um, but what it comes down to, like the, the core fundamental piece of this 
is, is understanding who you are and having a very clear picture of your identity. And when you have a really clear picture of who you are and the decisions that you're making, it's like, it, it, it's a game over. And so like, and I know that that's like really like hippie, wooey, ethereal, um, and, and like, um, kind of like ambiguous, but like that, that is the fundamental principle that we're searching for. Right. Right. No, that's so good. And you said something that I want to kind of take you back to a statement you made where you were doing this process, you were doing this system. You didn't see it special because it came natural to you. So like, well, I wouldn't I, say that. I okay. wouldn't say it was natural. It was a lot of work. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. right. Cause, cause I know I, the things that come natural to me, yeah. like impress other people. And it's like, gosh, I just assumed everybody either a thought that way, did right. that or, or could do it. So I didn't see it being special enough to make it. So not knowing the value of what mm -hmm. it was, that was my special gift. Yeah. Is that kind of around well, I, what it was or? I, I think you're hitting on a really important point. And, and it's this, I think that most, actually most people just in general, but I think especially entrepreneurs, we look at other people that are like, <laughs> it, it, it seems like self aggrandizing, but it's not. I mean, like, it seems like you're like, wow, I'm so cool. But like, you look at other people that you're like, I'm more talented than them. Like I'm smarter than them. And I'm like more creative, whatever. I'm fill in the blank more than them but they're getting so much done like what's going on here and so you think that you you think it's that like you think you're like less you think you're a failure right you think that you're not capable that they've already figured out they already know how to take action when in fact they're actually probably struggling some of those exact same things that you are um and so i i think that was the that was what i didn't realize i i, I kind of had an imposter syndrome around that that like everybody else must be already doing this right Everybody else must already have figured this out. Um, when in fact, I came to realize that like, no, like everybody actually, while they're sitting down to work is thinking about their lawn needing to be mowed and the kid that needs to be taken to the doctor's appointment and the, the client email that you need to send and the like, and the like 50 to hundreds of different things that are flooding in at you. Like yeah. actually everybody's thinking about it that way, Paul. It's yeah. not, you're I'm not. Gonna, I'm going to say one thing and I know it's, it's Corey's turn, but you made, you said something that I literally told my wife the other day, I go, I find myself worrying about family stuff when I'm working. Mm -hmm. And then when I'm doing family stuff, I'm worrying about work stuff. Yeah. Right. And I was like, <laughs> if I could just somehow switch those so they're congruent and like working on the same thing at the same time, I think my yeah, life would be much simpler. There's a way to do it. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay, let's talk there's about a way it. to do it. <laughs> no, that's that's the big thing is it's like and, and it's not even like you, here's like, we're gonna get into the psychology of this really quick, ready? So you're like, we're gonna talk about brain anatomy, ready? You have your frontal cortex, which like, if you're like pointing at your forehead, it's right there, right? And um, this frontal cortex, yeah. This frontal cortex is the, your thinking brain. Like the, the scripts and the, the speech going on in your head, that's that portion of your brain, which is the conscious portion of your brain. But like behind that, your your hindbrain, your midbrain, your um, uh, your nervous system, um, they call it the reptilian brain, um, which connects into your nervous system. Uh, you, those uh, like 
<laughs> the actual anatomy people are going to be killing me right now. But uh, <laughs> but uh, for basics understanding, right? This like all of that back there is subconscious, and it's it job. So I can understand it. So everyone needs to just understand. He's yeah. bringing it down to Ron level, just back yeah. there. <laughs> right, there you go. Uh, what, what I'm saying is the vast majority of what actually determines your decision, and I'm not sure on the exact percentage, I read it once, but we'll come back to that. But it, it's a really high number, like 70 and above percent of your actions are determined by everything but your prefrontal cortex and your frontal cortex, right? So what's actually driving your decision making are these old structures, evolutionarily speaking, right? These old structures that are bent on, like their whole job is keep you alive, right? And a lot of those structures were built while we were getting really social, right? Um, evolutionarily speaking, right? Um, so a lot of them are saying like, hey, remember that commitment that you made to that client of yours? Well, guess what? If you don't follow through on that commitment, guess what's gonna happen? They're going to not trust you they're not going to like you. You're going to be rejected from the tribe, like the cliche. You're going to be rejected from the tribe and you're going to die, right? So it's like, you've got to send that email. You've got to send that email. Oh my goodness, Paul, you forgot to send that email while I'm sitting in the shower. And I'm like, I can't send the email right now, right? right. <laughs> right? And so what we need to do is our, our brain is really bad at reminding us appropriately, right? It'll remind us but it won't remind us appropriately. And so what we need to do is we need to like, it's if we want to Ron, get to where you're talking about, we need to figure out a way to take these reminders that your brain is focusing on, remove them and put them into a structure that we can trust that will calm our subconscious brain. It will, it's mm. essentially what we're doing is we're creating security outside of us extrinsically, right? Outside of us in a way that, um, that your, your brain can trust, right? So, so we're developing security out here and a, a reminding security so that it's not constantly going, Hey, 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 we got to do this. Right. Or, or it's like, and instead of like the client example, it's like, <laughs> it's like, Hey, you have to like, like you have to mow the lawn, you have to take your kid to the doctor point and you, you have to like um, buy your mom a birthday present. Like these like reminders that are totally not congruent with what you can, you're actually doing. And it may even be something like really similar where it's like, hey, you're working on your sales funnel, but you have to send that client email. Right. And it's like, they're really closely. And it's like, yeah, I'm working, but like we need to get even more specific so that you can focus on one thing at a time because you can't multitask. It's not, a, it's a, it's a literal impossibility. And you, you've all probably heard this idea that like multitasking is something that's like, it doesn't even exist. It, it was developed in terms of computer programming and even computers aren't multitasking. They're switching between tasks. So it's not like, it's not, a, it's not a possibility. You can't do it. So we have to figure out a way to remind us appropriately. And so to to get to that point, is is uh, some of this information going to be learned in, in the upcoming uh, event next week? Is, yeah, is yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Right, yeah. Perfect. So um, and yeah, so so in this event, we are we are talking about some of these these concepts about how to, like, get yourself to a place to where you are directed, because 
there's two types of problems actually. Before we get there, can we talk about another another problem that we have? Yeah, because yeah, it's really absolutely. important. Because because <laughs> it sounds like you're talking about me, so this is great. <laughs> but, well, there's actually there's two types of problems. You, you Ron, you're you're dealing with a bottom up problem, which and and here's how I'm going to describe this. The bottom up problem is you have so much clutter going on right now in your life that your your mind because you're and most entrepreneurs are this way because. You, I'm going to guess you think very laterally. And here's what I mean by that. You're connecting things to things constantly. Oh, like you're, you're, you're creative. That's another way to put it or open. Yeah. You're connecting things to things all the time, which is yeah. really, really beneficial, but it's really damaging in the wrong ways. Yes. But there's other people that think very uh, vertically, which is they don't think about a million different things. They think about one thing really deeply, right? Yeah. <laughs> and but the problem with the vertical people is they oftentimes aren't understanding how they're what they're currently working on is connected to a long term vision. So they're really effective at getting stuff done, getting stuff done over and over and over like they, they're efficient um, and they're focused. But the problem is they're they're not as good not saying they're not bad at it all the time but they're not as good at saying okay well here's this vision out there and we're going to build this beautiful thing and what i'm doing right now is connected to that right so sometimes sometimes their problems are um they come across something that is like not super exciting and they're like ugh i got to do this and they go and so, and instead of like actually doing it and creatively approaching it, they go, well, you know, it sounds really easy right now instead getting on Netflix or Instagram or following up on this, this other interesting thing that I know how to do. Right. And so, so there's the, there's the bottom, the, there's a top down and there's the bottom up approach. We have to have a vision and we have to have an orientation and, and vital targets that get us to that vision while having our bottom our our bottom up structures in place to connect those two worlds right and when we have those two worlds connected it's like the efficiency is is ridiculous because we have the motivation of the vision and and the strategy that connects to the current situation and we have the structure in place to actually get it done right we have a clear path <laughs> and that's um, like that's what we're we're really uh, we're we're going to attack both those worlds during this event, um, and help people understand like okay, this is how we actually get um, to where we what the the man and woman that we say that we've always wanted to be that we're working for that we sacrifice for that we spend money on to get there. There's actually a way to get there, and um, and and we're gonna we're gonna help people understand how to do that. Oh my gosh, I love it. So, I mean, the people that are involved, not only yourself, you got Catherine mm -hmm. Jones, which we've worked with. You got Cody Jefferson, which we work with. Uh, you got Josh Forty, which we've worked with. And you got <laughs> Richardson, right? So I'm going to tell a quick little story because Josh told us this about a coaching that he got from Katie that I'm sure she's going to talk about in your thing mm -hmm. that I absolutely struggled with this statement. Like, and Corey's laughing because he knows what I'm going to say. Like this was so hard for me, but it's so true. Where your brain doesn't know 
what it doesn't know. So like your future or how you want to be, you, you can keep saying it's, it's coming, it's out there, or you can just instantly think that's how it is. And that's how it will become because your brain doesn't know the difference. Mm -hmm. And she challenged him in this way. And I was like, Holy, like I got so stuck on that one concept. I remember I talked to Corey about it for what, two weeks after that. I couldn't let it go. I talked to my wife about it. I was like, Oh my gosh, like we got to connect with it. But the, the amount your brain plays into your reality. I mean, they say perceptions reality is so true, but for you to be able to course correct it like that, Mm -hmm. that is, that's hard, hard for me to understand. Well, well, that's where the magic is. Right. Because I can, and, and, and again, this is like the merging of those two worlds. I can have a vision. I can have an identity, but in my head, but until that expresses itself in decision-making, it's just color coordinated boxes on your calendar. Right. And it's like fun. Yes. Yes. And they look great. But, they look yeah. Great. They look great. And you spent three hours on Sunday building that. Right? Yes, and, and it looks so beautiful. Really, and it's a great plan. Yeah, you're really excited about it. And you're like, I'm gonna do this. And I think that's a big problem with a lot of entrepreneurs um, is they think that the way to get themselves to decision making is, is creating more structures, right? It's like, well, I'm really motivated right now. So I'm gonna wake up at 530. And I'm gonna get to the gym. Gosh, dang it. But when 530 actually rolls around, it's like, well, are you going to express that as a decision or not? Because your identity and your reality, what they actually are is there are a whole bunch of decisions layered on top of each other. Ooh. And so <clears throat> the experience that you're having in your life is a result of the vision that you created, the top down, and the expression of that through, de- uh, uh, through, through decisions, the bottom up approach. Right. And so if you don't have those two worlds in place, like you, you're, you won't impact your identity and your character and that man and woman that you, you at moments have high definition and clarity around that you're so like motivated and, and you want so badly, that's never going to be realized. And the reality that is, that is expressed and experienced from that identity won't be realized if those systems are in place. Like what I'm saying right now is everything, everything, your health, your relationships, your business, the financial, like all of those things come down to, are you deciding to do it or not? And the crazy thing about that is you actually know how to do it already, but you're just not doing it. Yes. We, we know how to go to the gym and work out and and (laughs) do cardio or lift a weight. Like, you know how to move things but then how many people don't, right? How, how many people know that, yeah, you probably shouldn't eat sugar, you know, fried foods, but then we still do, right? So many of us still do, and those decisions were not made. And, and the thing is like, if you don't know how to, it's a Google search away, or it's a $10 book. Like your capacity to actually get there is like, it, the, the information is there. It's just a decision. <laughs> and like, uh, like the, I'm so passionate about this because like the, the thing that is separating you from what you want, it's well, and okay. 
one more thing. Can I go on another rant really quick? Oh, yeah, yeah. please do. Please do. This is good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ron, uh, like, hopefully at some point, like like we'll talk about, about Corey yeah. more than Ron at some point. I'm sure. So please. <laughs> the, yes, go on. <laughs> the thing that really kills me and makes me really passionate about this is the fact that, you, like, like audience, you guys listening, it's you were never taught how to do this. Like, and, and let's like walk through what, like what I actually mean about this. I'm not just like, this isn't just like some marketing gimmick, gimmick, like genuinely you were never taught how to do this. Like walk through your life as an, uh, as like the classic American childhood, you were born and you were told where to go and what to do and what to think about. And then you went into kindergarten and you had to raise your hand to go to the bathroom and you were told where to go and what to do and what to think about. And then you exited high school and you went into college and they said, hey, here's where you go and what to do and what to think about with a little bit of latitude of like, go and get a job where they'll tell you where to go, what to do and what to think about. And then you exit college and what they tell you to do is to go and get a job and work nine to five and be told where to go, what to do and what to think about. Like, when was the last time that somebody sat you down and was like, hey, here's how you manage your time and make an effective decision about how to go to the gym and learn something. Like, it doesn't happen. Straight up, it doesn't happen. I, I would bet that maybe 1% of the people listening had an experience where somebody said, oh, here's how you manage your time. And if they did, we're crossing our fingers that it was actually an effective system, which most, like the, the systems that are out there, what they're built for, they're not built for entrepreneurs. They're not built for mom and dads who are working inside their house and have kids like knocking on their door like I just had, right? right? right, right, right. <laughs> we, it's built for somebody that has like for, for a 60s and 80s worker who is sitting in an office who practically had earplugs in that could go, I'm going to work on this and 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 then I'm going to go home and I'm going to have dinner prepared for me and then I'm going to go back to work and work on this and work on this. Like it, that's not the world that we live in. And, right. and also the type of work that we're working on is very different than it was back then. The type of work that we're working on is, is, is like knowledge work. It's, it's, it's unendable. There's always something that you can, you can fix and improve and optimize inside, especially an entrepreneur, right? The task is never done. So we have to create a system that ends things, <laughs> that has parameters around it, but also, and this is the tricky part, it has parameters, but it also is flexible so that when your car breaks down, you have to take it to the shop, it doesn't blow up your whole week, right? Right, right. You gotta have open spaces. So it's funny, cause you talk about time management and I learned a long time ago in time in my calendar, I had to have blank spots that I had to be okay with blank spots because life happens and you have to have stuff that you can be flexible at and move things around. But every time I've said time management, talked about time management, taught time management, anything about time management, it was around a calendar. It was around a calendar on how to put it in your calendar to maximize your day, to categorize what was important to you. Mm -hmm. Right. And had nothing to do really about time. It was trying to fit in colored boxes into a day. To get <laughs> right. Yeah. And that's not like, I'm not, again, I'm, I'm not saying what, what I'm not saying is that there isn't a place for time blocking and lists and all those tools, but, but they're not built 
for they're, they're ultimately ultimately they're broken systems that are not built for people like you and me. Yeah. And so, <clears throat> um, like I, I I I use calendar, but I use it very differently than most people use it. And I have a task list, but I use it very differently than most people. Like it's not about and here's another problem. <laughs> ready, guys? Yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> another problem is that a lot of people they get so overwhelmed that they're like, well, the the answer has to be outside of me because I don't have it. And so they go, well, I'm going to go and see what the gurus say. And the gurus sell them some fun, sexy planner. Or they're like, oh, you got to download this app. And they jump on their phone and they're like, well, it must be then the app will solve it. <laughs> and it's like, frankly, like with the system that I teach, you could you could use a pad of paper and a calendar and it would work. You could use you could use iOS, you could use Android, you can use Google, you could like there's there's it's it's not about the the external or the the thing outside of you. It's not about the extrinsic system. It's about your capacity to decide things. And and then and and we incorporate tools that assist you in that process. But that's like again, like that's what this event is all about. Like we have like Katie, she's she's going to be training everybody about how to get clear about your identity, which is the foundation of how you decide things. Cody Jefferson's going to be teaching about how to identify the high leverage, vital decisions that are going to most effectively propel you into the the orient the trajectory that you ultimately want. Um, Josh Forty, <laughs> this. Uh, he's he's bringing the fire about how if you don't make a decision, somebody or something else will, right? Nice. Nice. So that's a whole nother topic that we could rant oh, about. Yeah. It's beautiful. Um, it's beautiful. Catherine Jones is one of the most effective people that I've ever met. I, I have seen her take a list that's like, she has a whiteboard. I, I've, I've seen the whiteboard in person that's just like filled and she like gets it done in a day. Like it blows my mind. It's so awesome. Um, but she's gonna be teaching us <clears throat> the difference and and the the vital difference between time like time management and decision management, and how like you ultimately can't manage your time. Um, and then like obviously I'm gonna be there tying it all together. But like like friends, you have to. It's non negotiable. Like we were, like I was saying before. Like if. If you are, if you don't make the decision, there are teams in Silicon Valley that are being paid billions of dollars, whose in full intent is making a decision for you. And so, like, do you want them making the decision, or do you want your mother-in-law making the decision, or do you want the old script from your past when you were twelve making the decision, or do you want to be in charge? And it's like, it's up to you. Yeah. Uh. All right, Paul. So there's so many things I got to circle back on. Number one, you're wrong. If you're an Android user, like <laughs> it doesn't I was, work. I was actually going to yeah. comment. I don't know. I'm like, let's, let's not go all the way into that. <laughs> but but it, it brings me back. There's a, a gentleman, Blake Mallon, who has a TED talk about shifting the script, and he talks about the old way of we go to school, right, to work in the factory, to get it, like everything was decided, right? As you're, you, you were talking about, right? You you go to college and you just to go get a job and all these decisions are for uh, created for you. But he talks about how you, we've got to shift the script. And and I think 2020 was, it was ever present that so many of us should and could shift that script. And in a sense of 
we, we have different jobs, different work now that yeah. it is never ending. It is. I mean, literally the every single day, there's probably 20 hours of work of stuff I want to get done, but I'm only going to work the eight hours, right? Like it's just a matter of, of negotiating what is actually going to get done. And, and so I love that it's all, this is all about decisions. And, and I, you spoke to me so much. I hadn't, I hadn't looked into what the, your event is honestly, Paul, before today, I was like, hey, let's <laughs> right. learn about it from, you know, the person that created it instead of going to the website. And, so as you were talking, though, I just signed up. I'm, I'm now ready to go, ready to be there <laughs> with all the fun. And because 100%, like, I, give me the task list. Let me check some things off. Let me block my calendar. And, and so I am super, super curious of how your calendar is. Like you, you made a comment that you use it differently than we do. And I'm maybe you'll give too much away or can't give as much away because <laughs> it's next week. But as much as you can give, I would love to hear more about mm. that because like the calendar for Ron and I is the lifeblood of, mm. of what we do. I mean, there's so many things and, and we talk about like, yeah, I need to do a funnel and I need, I can't do the distractions if there's a funnel in my, in my mind, because I lose the focus that I need. I cannot mm. multitask in that sense. There's some menial tasks that I can do that I'm like, yeah, I can do this task and this task and mm. go back and forth and it doesn't slow productivity. But if it comes to a funnel specifically for me, like I can't go back and forth. I need the focus. I need to just focus on that one thing. Uh, so yeah, definitely. Let's, well, let's hear as much as you can on that whole well, calendar. Corey, I would challenge you. I would say that you're um, the most effective that you will ever be. And the most joy that you'll ever experience is when you are doing one thing at a time. I don't care what it is. Yeah, 100%. If it's cleaning up the dog poop out of your kitchen, that one thing. That's Corey. And that's it. I mean, that's, that's how I, I that's operate cool. best. Give me the one thing. And, yeah. and again, like if I have a okay, few, okay. some of the menial things, like it, it, you know, it doesn't take much brain power. Like yeah, I'll do right. that and knock it off. Well, and, I can I, and, that, and that's where I was challenging is that, is that like, I, if here's my recommendation to you, even in the menial, even in the things that you think that you can switch between, just do one. And, and you will see you will see your productivity totally change, especially. And this is the this is the real like the real challenge, I think, for a lot of people is um, especially when you have unexpected things come up. And when you have that extrinsic system that's reminding you, if you have that in place, you can have you can have a kid yell at you and you're like, oh, I got to attend to this. You can switch, go to the kid, be totally present. And um, the magic, the magic that will come into your life and your relationship with your family when you are totally present, you'll see kids calm down way faster because you're there, you're with them, right? And they know and they can feel it. They can feel if you're thinking about your business while you're attending to them, I promise. But so if, you, if we can switch like that, when you come back to your job after you got interrupted, you can switch right back in, right? The capacity to shift gears, that's actually multitasking, Mike is your capacity to switch from one thing to the other and then back and then the other, right? But but like if you can bring that task to completion and then switch back, but like that's not the world we live in all the time, right? But you asked a question about the calendar. Um, I would, here, here's, here's, a, here's what I would, uh, a, a question that I wanna ask you, a C response. What is a calendar for? Like what's it, 
what's its mo its mode of function for you? Uh, I mean, one, any calls that we have, like we had on the calendar, hey, we're talking to Paul, 11 o'clock Mountain Time, today, Friday, third, all those those pieces. Uh, and I we would say, blocks. Blocks. We yeah, work blocks, like we put stuff like, hey, we don't want anybody to fill up our calendar on a Wednesday from 8 a.m. to 11. So we just put a three hour block that yeah. nobody can take from us. But that's yeah. kind of the stuff we use it for. Cool. Yeah, you're not you're not far off. The the purpose of a calendar is for time specific decisions. Um, so uh, there is no other time that I can. Well, it depends on the person, but ideally, <clears throat> the way that you use your calendar is you say this decision and action must be done at this specific time. Otherwise, don't put it on your calendar because you won't trust it if that's the case, right? right? right. Sometimes what I'll do um, just in like working with my wife and she's on my calendar too. So to, as a form of commu a communication tool with her, I can say, I'm, I'm gonna be working on this set of tasks during this specific time, but that's very loose. And I know that it's loose. In fact, I have a, a specific calendar that I've created in my iOS calendars that's like, Essentially, I know that's a loose calendar, right? And I can adjust that and nothing will happen. It'll be fine. Those are adjustable items, right? Hmm. <clears throat> um, so like a task calendar? Yeah, well, that's a good way. That's a good way to okay. look at it. It's a, it's okay. a decision. It's a decision calendar. You, okay. you have only things in your calendar that are, that are there that, that are time specific. It has to be done this time. Otherwise, you have a reference list that you can refer to that's saying, okay, if I'm working on work, top to bottom, and you get stuff done, right? Um, but like that, that's the big mindset shift that a lot of entrepreneurs need to, when it comes to their calendar, is they look at their calendar as, as like, a, I have to do it at this time. But then like the kids screams at them and they don't get it done and, they, and their calendar becomes a place of failure for them, right? And like, that's like, that's broken. It, it, like it's, you, they no longer want to look at their calendar because it's like, ugh, it's just like, I'm gonna have to move stuff around again, blah, right? Um, and so it becomes a place of anxiety for them. And that's not a powerful way to move into your work, right? That's not a powerful way to engage with your family. That's not a powerful way to approach your health and your your habits in that regard, your sleep, right? Yeah. <clears throat> so that that's that's a critical shift. when you When you can look at it as, of a place that holds time specific decisions. That's huge. Yeah. Yeah. I can understand. I mean, one, that's a mind shift for me if I was to do that, because it was hard enough to have blank spots or just work blocks in there. Um, but I use it for communication as well. Rachel and I, my wife has a shared calendar. Corey and I have a shared calendar. So everyone kind of knows what everyone's working on, quote unquote, yeah. at any particular point of the day. And then we, we have a, a scheduling app that helps people schedule time on our calendar in very mm -hmm. specific spots that we know those can be taken at any point mm -hmm. by mm -hmm. clients or, or whatever. Right. Yeah. So, and especially when this, when, when you use that structure and connection with a vision, like it's, it makes those, those, um, 
those tasks and those those decisions so much more powerful right. or or like efficacious, effective. Um, because they're connected to something. You, you you know, like, okay, me sending this email right now is actually me increasing my income by X amount or hitting this specific target. Or I know that me taking this, uh, eating this food is actually me putting on 20 pounds of muscle or whatever, right? It's like, it's connected to a, a, a metric that's long-term, right? Nice. Perfect. All right. All right, Paul. So learning this through, through your, your time and, and seeing your clients go through the, the challenges and, and discoveries, um, uh, you know, and, and with, in regards to hindsight or our show hindsight hacking, we got to talk about hindsight's 2020. Uh, so if you were to kind of go back and, and look at all the times that you were really just in the discovery mode of, of the time management piece and, and really helping clients. Like what, what do you wish you really would have known sooner? What do you wish everyone would know now? Like as we are learning about how decisions, yeah. you know, are the staple of everything. Like what's that, what's that piece of advice you can share? Yeah. The, I would say that the biggest, um, how do I put it? The thing that moved me forward most rapidly was understanding that the answers are not outside of me. Like when we can really understand that, and if we really believe that, your capacity to take action and to make decisions is accelerated like beyond anything else. Because if you're constantly searching for, and this is something that I see all the time, and one, actually one of the big motivators of creating this event was seeing a lot of entrepreneurs who are chronic course junkies or uh, who, yeah. who think the next event that they're going to attend is going to solve their problems in their life or, or reading another book or listening to another podcast. And it's like, I'm not saying, I'm not criticizing that. The court, like bringing in resources from outside of you is vital to your progress but it has to be in conjunction with taking action and making decisions. And if, and that stems from that problem stems from believing that you're not capable of making change in your life. And and you are, I, I, I'm here to say, and I think if there's one thing that I hope that like people take away from this, this interview is like you are capable of doing it. The answers are inside you. It is it is possible for you to actually have the life and the vision and the business that you say that you've always wanted to step into that man and woman that you've always said that you wanted to be. It's it is only going to happen if you trust in your capacity to actually get there. And the way that you're going to act like to do that is is by making decisions. That's why I'm so passionate about this. Is that this is complementary to every other thing in your life. Like the course that you just bought, you have to actually do it. (laughs) The event that you just went to, you actually have to implement it. The the nutrition program that you purchased, you have to actually eat the food. And so, um, so that's, that's the thing that I wish I had known earlier on or, or I actually think I knew it, but I actually didn't want to admit it. it. 
scary. Yeah, <laughs> right. So yeah. you transition perfectly because besides, like, I want to talk about your event because one, it's exciting. Two, the lineup's lineup's amazing. Three, it's coming up shortly. But mm-hmm. besides Corey, because we know it's for Corey and for Ron. <laughs> Who else is this for? Like you mentioned some things that speak right to Corey and I's heart because any course we put out there, we don't want it to sit on a course shelf, Mm -hmm. right? It's got to have action. And we actually lock off content until people take action, right? Because we, if you're just going to not do it, you don't need all the content. Yeah. Like you'll know in two weeks if you're going to make progress. And then we follow up and follow up and follow up until people actually do something. Right. Mm -hmm. So we're that, we're that Jiminy cricket in their head, but who's this geared for? Yeah. Yeah. We have specifically built this event for business owners and specifically, um, specifically entrepreneurially oriented business owners. Um, because uh, what I've, what I've noticed, especially with these people is like the problems that we were outlining today, they're experiencing these very poignantly. Um, I would also say it's for business owners who are not primarily oriented toward business success, but they see business success as a means to an end, as a means toward more time with their family, more time mountain biking, <laughs> more time engaging with those things that that they are are really passionate about. Um, but, uh, but who are also really passionate about their capacity to have, um, to, to bring about change in the marketplace and in their clients' lives. Um, and, and marrying those two worlds, that's, that's really what this information is all about that we're, we're going to be talking about here is for, like, for for you all listening, I think the vast the reason why I I reached out to you guys is because I I believe that your audience is very much oriented that way. So I would say that the people listening, <laughs> it's you, it's you. Um, but also like, and here's the really yeah, and here's this the thing that's really beautiful about this information though is it, it's it's also very adaptable to a lot of different scenarios. Like I just I was actually just talking with um, um, Sarah Allred. I don't know if you know her, but she. She helps moms who are also business owners. Um, like that, it, it's it's very adaptable. It's it's and this is the beautiful thing about it. Is it's honestly for everyone, but it's especially this event is especially built for you, business owners and entrepreneurs. Yeah, I could see it being built. I, I think anyone can actually get value and put it to use mm. in their world and life for sure. Yeah. Yeah, so, I, guess, I guess who it's not for? It's not for people who are working in the in a, an '80s and '60s structure who have a nine to five job that are told exactly what to do every day. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So, so Monday, Monday, April twenty sixth. Is it? I know I just signed up. I haven't had a moment to look at the email response that I'm sure there is out there already. But yeah. is, is it going to be live on a, a Zoom? Or is it going to be live on a? Yeah, it's, it's actually it, it's going to be live um, and on my Facebook page. We're actually going to push people to my Facebook. Page. You'll get a reminder with a link that'll pull you directly to it when you register. So that's um, that. But in addition to that, um, a really important reason to register for it is because on the back end of the registration, um, we built out an audit um, that I was going to talk about that. 
Yeah, I, I, I would really encourage you to, to, to like actually fill that out before you come because it'll help you identify, okay, as I'm listening to all this, like to like Catherine Jones, Cody Jefferson, Katie Richardson, Josh Borty, and me, um, it'll help you understand like, okay, I need to be listening for this. Like I'm, my numbers are low here and this is where I can really like improve. I need to be listening for that. So that audit is extremely, like honestly, if you just do the audit, like it's gonna bring a lot of clarity around what's going on <laughs> yeah. and, and where to start moving the needle. But it's, it's a great supplement to, it's an orienting device that will help you as you're listening to this, this like dope lineup. Yeah. As soon as I, I, I signed up, I got the audit and I was like, uh Oh, I got to yeah. be real for a minute. Right. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I got, I got to, I got to take some time. Right. Yeah, but I yeah. think it's, it's that important where you, you have to know where, where you need the help. And most business owners, sometimes don't want to know that or they're not mm -hmm. sure where to find it. So they just kind of put the blinders on and hopefully they'll get better at whatever it is over Dude, time. That's like, right. That's, that's really, imp what you're bringing up is really important. And like, like it, it's brutal <laughs> yeah. because here's, here's the, the downside of that. Well, I mean, there's the whole thing is a downside, but is that, those life is full of <laughs> life is full of suffering, but it's what type of suffering do you want to experience the suffering at the end of an overwhelming day where you walk away from work, just pissed because you, you know what you're supposed to be doing. And like, as soon as you walk away from your desk, it's like, Oh, like, duh, that's what you're supposed to be doing. But you have demands outside of work that you can't go back and do it, right? And so instead you just walk away furious and pissed off and you end up while you're sitting in, across the dinner table from your family, taking out that frustration on things that should not be triggering you. Yeah. Are you gonna be experiencing that kind of suffering or are you gonna be experiencing the, the pain of progress towards an oriented specific goal that is going to produce a net a huge net of joy. Like it's worth the cost, friends. It's worth the cost of getting real. Yeah. Actually looking at reality. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I, I, I vote for pain of progress. I, I'm on that train. Let's go. I know, I know Ron and I, as we, uh, uh, as we have built our business, there's definitely been painful days, but I still would wake up and we would have this conversation of like, Oh, that one hurts. And that, that, that <laughs> long day and that 3 a.m. night uh, was was a lot, but it was so worth every aspect of it. And uh, and then as you like going back to do I take it out of my family, you know, because I was working a nine to five job and I was miserable and I hated every second of it and I didn't want to drive to work. And then I would get to dinner and I had work on my mind, but I was still a jerk to, you know, the people that that were around me. Right. And so yeah. I think that another really important point about this is if you choose, if, if you choose the pain of progress, you'll be the only one suffering Ooh. or you can choose to be selfish and still hurt and leave a wake of suffering in your path. <laughs> Thanks for coming to the show today. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, I mean that, that, that is so profound. Like that is huge. I mean, and I don't think, especially as entrepreneurs working from home, I don't think we think about that. 
mm-hmm. enough, right? Because like, uh, unfortunately, I'm stuck in bed because I hurt my leg. So my my wife was coming in here and wanting to use, you know, get all ready and stuff. And I'm on a live, so I'm disrupting her day, right? Where I could get upset and like you just came in, like I wouldn't. But at the same time, that is a disruption in her life where I can't be where I'm normally at, right? So I don't think we put that into perspective how you just said it. So that was that was huge. Yeah, you can either uplift or you can pull down. Yeah, yeah, love it. Perfect. All right, Paul. So next week, uh, 10 a.m. Is that right? 10 a.m. Mountain. 12. Yeah, yeah. So 10 a.m. Mountain Standard, 12 12 p.m. Eastern Standard. And it's, uh, it's we, we need to commit to an, an hour. Is that the decision, or is it two hours? Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, it's we're trying to keep to 30 minutes. Oh wow. Uh, I mean, we have we have some ramblers, so we'll see. <laughs> yeah, like I, I was. I, I shouldn't have, say ramble. That is the wrong so, word. Some ramblers. No, 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 it's good storytelling because we had Catherine. <laughs> Catherine is our longest episode, and we went yeah. back and forth if we were ever gonna like if we should do two parts because it was like an hour and some minutes, right? It was a long yeah. episode, but it didn't feel like a long episode, yeah. right? And then then we've talked to Josh multiple times and all of a sudden it's an hour and a half, two hours in, and it doesn't feel that way because the content is so good and they are so passionate. And then Cody is just Cody. Like Cody is such a powerful person and how he talks. He's so deliberate on what he's trying to do and he's going to uplift people. And, and Katie's like Katie, like everyone you talk to, like you don't get coached by Katie. Why not? Right. Like, so for you to, (laughs) For you to bring Katie to the stage, that's huge. And then you're on there. I mean, who? it's a complete no-brainer. Yeah. It's 30 minutes. Yeah. Like, get over it. It's 30 minutes. It's free. It's a different color. It'll be fine. It's free. And it's free. Yeah. So, perfect. I thought two hours, and I was trying to figure out, how can I make two hours work? So, right, right. Uh, yeah, well, and, and to be clear, it's um, we're, we're going Monday through Friday. Um, so, it's going to be 30-minute chunks each day. Nice. Love Perfect. It. All right, Paul. It's maybe leave some wiggle room in the in the back and give us like forty five minutes, just in case. I'll give you an hour. <laughs> an hour because we need we need a little time to go implement, right? Hey, hey, hey remember our, our scheduling technique is flexible, so you should be <laughs> Ooh, that's right. That's right. There you go. There you go. Perfect. All right, Paul. Thanks so much for joining us today. Thank and you. We'll see you next week. Yeah. Thanks, see Oh, all right, everyone. I hope your decision making is being questioned right now. I hope you're really trying to think and if what you're doing is is the right thing. Uh, but if it's not, that's okay. Don't beat yourself up. You can fix it. You can work on it. But Ron, a couple takeaways from you, my friend. Uh, I got a bunch. So the first one before I even get into takeaways, this is absolutely a no brainer. Like for anybody that is on the online space or an entrepreneur or owns a business or wants to do either one of those two, it's, it's really a no brainer. Like you need to be ahead of this because that way you don't have to go through those hard learning curves. Right. And the people he's putting you in front of, including himself, they're all experts in their field. Like whole it's, it's a powerhouse event. Don't miss it. Be there. It's 30 minutes. It's free. Come on. Come on. Come on. All right. So that's one. Uh, but that doesn't count because that's how it I counts. work. It doesn't count. It doesn't count. All right. 
I loved when he talked about your reality is a stack of your decisions. Because as soon as he said that, I started thinking back. I was like, mm, yeah, I can see how that got me there, right? And sometimes that's a good place to be in, and sometimes it's a bad place to be in. But guess what? As soon as you understand that, you can start making different decisions so your reality can change, right? So that's one. The other thing I loved is connect your decisions to your personal KPIs, whatever you're holding value to, whatever you track your stuff on, check your decisions based on those. Yeah, definitely. And, and uh, you know, FOT, right? Freedom of time. Oh, yeah. You know, if, you, if you're wanting that, and and you can actually put the vision attached to the decisions. It'll make things easier, right? Like if right. if we want to lose weight, we know we need to eat healthy, or we just have people hard. on our show that razzes me. It's right. Totally that's, that's part of it. But right. but it's harder to actually if you're in a, doing a diet and, and you're just like, oh, one cookie won't hurt, right? Like, but if you're truly thinking about, I want to be healthy for my kids in 20 years or 30 years or whatever, then right. Like if you have the actual vision versus like I'm on a diet cause I want to lose weight. Right. The decisions are much easier to figure out when you have it, that vision structured with that. So I love right. that. I can't wait for next week. And uh, again, I signed up while we were here, while we were live, I was multitasking. Sorry, Paul. I uh, was, I was, I was present. I was, I asked you all the questions when I needed to, but uh, everyone join us at the time masters group event, uh, time masters group.com forward slash event. And uh, join us next week with Paul, Catherine, Cody, Katie, and Josh. Yeah, guys, if you are hearing this, if you're watching the live, like, Everything's going to be in the show notes or uh, in the in comments. Go there, get your place, hold it in, put it in your calendar, be present, do the time audit, be ready and open for what you're going to hear. Bye, guys. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you had as much fun as I did. And you know what? If you're not already a member of our Facebook group, what are you waiting for? Head on over facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash profits with guys we are super excited to have you be a part of our community and help you get more visible get more traffic and get more sales that's right ron and every time someone is in our group we get to share all the tips the tricks and everything that you can get profits with from your summits your challenges your workshops your podcasts your vodcasts and so much more Guys, thanks for being the best part of the Hindsight Hackers community.